there, beautiful people. You're listening to Cast Ripple by Carla Berger from Cape Town, South Africa. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Cast a Ripple. Tonight, I am again broadcasting via candlelight because ESCOM has again switched off our lights. But today, or tonight especially, I welcomed it. I'd completely forgotten about it. And I knew I had to do Cast a Ripple episode for this week. And I'd been struggling to decide what I wanted to do about, um, what topic I wanted to choose, what I wanted to talk about. And then the power went off. Um, I'd been sitting in front of TV watching Netflix. Such a bad habit. Um, but they something we as humans enjoy, so I don't punish myself over it. Anyway, it is a distraction sometimes if you're procrastinating. So when the electricity went off, I got up, I light lighted some incense, I put on, um, put on, I lit all my candles and I just sat on the couch and created some space for myself. I meditated and I realized what I wanted to talk about. So tonight I want to talk about something that a lot of people will probably, um, feel as a voodoo topic it's something weird i know it's weird because i've always thought it was kind of weird um but that is spirit guides so whenever you hear someone say spirit guides everyone's oh oh la di da or voodoo or you know witchery whatever when in essence it's really not such a voodoo topic it's actually it's just something that we're not used to because it's not something that we can um or not all of us can perceive most of us can't perceive it or them via our senses um because we were conditioned not to see them um same as auras there is theories there are theories that when you are a baby you can actually see auras but you are taught not to see them your brain doesn't want to see them because it's in society and you your upbringing bringing that tells you they're not important so your brain doesn't see them as important so you can't see them because they don't your brain doesn't register it anyway So same as that, spirit guides are also that. So I want to de-voodoo spirit guides. And I want to explain to you how I see them. A lot of people might disagree with the way I see them. um, But I've got a very broad spectrum of my understanding of them because I've only started to get to know them um, like the past couple of months. But I must say, I'm really enjoying the experience and playing around with this idea. So, 
for me, a spirit guide is energy or thought patterns of a higher frequency. So they are a higher frequency than us. Um, they are higher, um, which means that they are not bad, not necessarily good, but they're not like demons or those kind of things. They're more like angels, I would guess. People say they see angels. I think angels and spirit guides and everything is the same thing. They are a higher light, a higher frequency. They are energy um, and good thought patterns. This also means that they are something that we could consider from another dimension, like heaven or the sixth or seventh dimension, wherever you would picture something like that, that to be from. That means that they have a very other perspective than we have. And that also means that them being here and being able to communicate with us is they have a purpose. And the purpose for them is normally also the elevation of consciousness, um, not only their own, but that of the universe through expansion. Now, the fact that we say spirit guides and we see them as different entities surrounding us is where the thing comes in for me. That's where I make another connection. The spirit guides for me is almost like my unconditioned selves. They're aspects of me in source that have not been conditioned the way I am as a human being. So they are very strong, very near to, or they are, my higher selves in different, maybe different energy forms. So How I'd like to see it is in her book, Diana Cooper, um, the book Power of Inner Peace, she actually talks about your inner parents. How um, a child is only parented until they can think for themselves. That's the only time that parents actually parent their children. After that, children actually start to parent themselves through internal thinking, through conditioning as well, but through that internal voice in their head telling them this or that. And it's normally the voice in your head that you hear is like a parenting voice. You know, don't do that or uh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, cautioning. So it's like a parental voice. So that's where I like to see spirit guides is they're an extended they're an extension of me they're in, because every everything is one right we are all one not just in the physical sense but in the energetic sense as well so even those things around us 
emotions and thought patterns and angels and spirit guides. That is, everything is part of the same thing, of source energy. And we are one with spirit guides. And the aspects of them that we can appreciate and we can connect to and are attracted to us is because those are aspects in us that reflect our true selves, our higher selves. Some of those might actually be aspects that need attention, like shadow work and those kind of things. But because spirit guides are of a higher frequency, they are seldom, or I would like to think, I haven't come across it, but they are seldom a negative influence. I see them in a positive light, like my little guardian angels, my little fairies, and just these little voices in my head that um, encourage me and help me go deeper into myself and deeper into situations and unraveling things for myself. So that's where, <laughs> now that I say those things and I listen to myself, I understand how I might sound crazy. But keep an open mind. It's your internal parents. So that's, that's a better, doesn't seem as crazy. Internal parents. We all have this running commentary in our heads. Most of it is very negative because of ego. But once you get past the negativity of the ego, you really open up door for those positive parents to come in. And that's what I perceive my spirit guides to be. So the thing about spirit guides for me and what I've experienced thus far is first thing that you need to invite them into your life. So you need to be open, at least for the idea that there is a part of you deep down inside, deep down below all of the ego and conditioning an aspect of you or more than one aspect of you that actually wants to help you achieve your higher purpose help you become more more source if that makes sense it wants you to help you to become more of who you actually are under your ego and conditioning so you have to invite them what i did in this is um a technique by teal swan is i did a little meditation and you won't get this right the first time but if you really want to get to know those aspects of yourself and your spirit guides, then this is the, the way to do it. So just get into a meditation posture, somewhere you can relax and just be in your space. Become intensely aware of your body, breathe in deeply, exhale out slowly. And just get into that space, into your body. 
And once you've reached that blissful state that we achieve when we meditate, you can ask your spirit guides of the highest light, love, power and frequency to introduce themselves to you. So that's when you open the door to really get to know your higher self or your spirit guides or your angels, whatever you want to call them. And when you ask that, ask for the first spirit guide to introduce themselves. For me, it was, I could, I could feel, because you are so aware of your body, I could feel a connection to that spirit guide on my chest over my heart. And I instantly knew that that part of me was vibrating at the frequency of that spirit guide. And then you can ask, you can focus on that spot and how it makes you feel and what it wants to say to you. And you might get a name. Don't think about it. It's normally the first name that pops out into your head. If you're not feeling like you're getting a name, then you can try the next day. But try and find a spot on your body that feels like it wants to tell you something after you've asked that question. I have two spirit guides. The first one over my chest is a male energy. I don't see anything, I just feel it and I know it's, it's a masculine energy. And it's um, a protective kind of energy, especially because it's over my heart. Then I have the next energy I felt was in my right hand and it's a female energy and it's a, a brave energy, like a fighting energy. It's almost like my wild woman energy and it's like her grabbing me by my hand and pulling me to places where I wouldn't dare to go. So I've got my protector and I've got my, almost my influencer, my encourager. And those are my spirit guides. So I did receive names for them, but I'm going to keep those to myself because they're special to me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I got in contact with my spirit guides. And the first couple of times I tried it, um, it did freak me out, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, if you're not used to these kind of things, and I am not, um, if you weren't brought up um, in a, a area or a culture where these things are accepted, then they will feel weird when you start to approach them. You might even get a bit of heart palpitations like I did when I um tried it because your brain and your ego keeps telling you it's voodoo but it's not it's it's energy it's love that's all it is so what i did just to kind of in my head make or 
give my head an explanation, if it makes sense, as I asked them for a sign, a sign that I was not losing my mind, that this was in fact pure loving energy that I was communicating with, that it was my higher self I was communicating with, and that I was supported um, by these spirit guides and that they didn't mean any harm. Uh, but mostly that I wasn't crazy. And I asked them for a feather, a grey feather. I don't know, it was just uh, while I was in the meditative state, it's a thought that pops, pops up, but you get different thoughts. There's a th the thoughts from ego or from mind, from man, myself, or there's a thought that's actually something much deeper. Um, that thought is actually the voice of the spirit guide or of your higher self. So a grey feather. Uh, I waited two weeks and then I actually did, did receive my grey feather. It was as I was walking to work um, from the bathrooms, it floated um, down towards me. I actually caught the shadow first and then when I turned around and to find the feather I found this little fluffy grey feather and they've been appearing everywhere around me ever since and I have I have this magnificent connection with feathers now just because that's kind of the physical communication that I have with the spirit guides. Like every time I doubt something that I've done or a decision that I've made, and then I, I'd start to kind of ask myself, well, did I make the right decision? And then I'll see a gray feather and I'm like, well, I'm supported no matter what. Uh, the gray feather also, I um, actually, well, I Googled the meaning of a grey feather after I received the grey feather and it's of peace, deep peace and of being on the right track, a peaceful path and that's just perfect for me. So all feathers um, that appear aren't really necessarily from the spirit guide you kind of feel I kind of feel when it is that I just get that peaceful feeling and like I said it's especially when I've made a decision or something and then there's the feather and like thank you um yeah so they also help you, well, the feathers are synchronicities, so the spirit guides help you to synchronize your life, to just make everything flow and happen in a much more natural and peaceful state. They help you through support, through energy, like you feel like you're not alone. You're not alone with your thoughts and all of the things that, that bother you and your ego. It's not like you against you it's like it's just there's there's so much support there and you feel that energy running through you because you know that they are a part of you 
and you trust the universe so much more because you have that actual direct connection with it. The other thing is that they are very good for conversations. So getting into a meditative state, you can really have very deep reflections and realizations with their help if you just learn to listen to them. And like I said, uh, the listening is through thoughts. So there are thoughts that come up while you are in that meditative state. And it's very simple. I mean, you tend to overthink it at the beginning way too much. And then you think, but wait, that was a thought. So it was ego. And But it's actually, if you just let go of everything, the first, first thought that pops up that is in peace is something that needs to be taken aware of or that is actually the voice of your higher self or of your spirit guides so yeah i feel like i'm gonna stop here because this is such a for me especially it's a evolving topic like i said i haven't done this for that long it's only been a few months but the strides that I've made are fantastic. If you're just open-minded enough to receive, then the universe will grant that and the spirit guides will be there. They've always been there, but if you invite them, they will come and make their presence known. I will definitely follow up with this, with another podcast at some time, but I wanted to just give you some a bit of a taste for spirit guides and that they mean no harm. They are essentially you and want what's best for you and the universe and expansion. Okay. All right. That's it for today, my loves. I will chat to you guys again in two weeks. Oh, my love. <laughs>